spending time with her husband, friends, family, including her 12 grandchildren. In her spare time, she connects and celebrates with the women involved in motorsports, taking you behind the wall about their journey of life, racing, and how they juggle everything to make it all work. Welcome to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Strap in, window nets up, the pedals are down, and when the green flag drops, we go. This is Melinda Russell with Racing Girls Rock Podcast. And my guest today is Delaney Dunn. I've known Delaney for now probably a couple of years. I think we connected really early on when IWMA started in 2017. She was one of the first gals that showed interest and became a member. And she's a lifetime member with us. And then we actually met at the PRI show um, in 2019. I believe, maybe 18 even, I'm not sure. Um, the years are going by way too fast, Delaney. So, um, but I wanted to have her on the podcast. I wanted her to share a little bit about herself. So we'll start with that. So Delaney, um, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you so we can get to know you better. Say hi, I'm Delaney. I am a second generation racer from Otis, Maine. I'm currently 22 years old, started racing at 15. Because my um, currently running in the cage runner modified cage runner class. My dad races in the modified enduros, and we've been racing together. I think four years, both of us on the track at the same time. So we've been having some fun. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. And I know you work a job, so tell us where you work. Uh, I work currently at Advanced Auto Parts as an assistant store manager. Okay. So thankfully, I'm I'm glad to have a good store manager that lets me go racing on Saturdays. <laughs> exactly, because that's probably a busy day at the shop, at the store. But yeah, that's good. So you started racing at 15 and your dad's a racer. I'm assuming that's how you got interested in racing was because of your dad. Yeah, he started racing a late model for a buddy of ours and then I'm like, I showed interest. We got looking at a couple cars and then a buddy of ours was like, Hey, I'm going to find you a car. You guys can just pay whatever I bought for it. And it ended up being a 1994 Honda Accord two door. Okay. <laughs> so, so that car took a beating and then finally got a faster car and then a faster car. And then currently I'm running a 91 Acura Integra. Okay. All right. And do you race asphalt or dirt? Uh, third mile asphalt. Okay. So and, for, and it's a fairly flat, fairly flat track. Okay. So where is that track? What track do you normally race at? Uh, Speedway 95 in Herman, Maine. Okay. And how far so, is that from your house? Uh, 45 minutes, half an hour, depending on which way I go. Because leave my end of my road, I can go like three different directions and still get to the track. So. Okay. So it's not far to go. I mean, some people no. I talk to drive mm. two hours or more to go racing on the weekend. And I'm so spoiled here where I live. I have a track 15 minutes one way and 15 minutes the other where my granddaughters race. So we're pretty spoiled actually here in Michigan. We have a lot of racetracks close by. So when you first started racing, what, what was the thing that was the hardest for you to learn? Um, keeping my nerves down because I was the one that was like I would literally just putt putt around the bottom groove let cars by me and then 
once I got over the fear of cars passing me and actually going to pass cars, that's, that was the pivotal moment. Okay. All right. And what kind of success, and it doesn't have to be a win, but you know, the success comes in a lot of forms. So what, what would you say you've been successful at since you started racing? Cause you've been racing now, what, seven years or so? Yeah, I like to say seven full years because okay. I've had a couple partial seasons, but seven full years in racing in some way, shape, or form. Um, I'd say opening day this year. Um, it was just my parents were in quarantine because they just got back from vacation. So they were in quarantine. So it was just me, my crew chief, and my best friend. And I ended up getting my first ever top three that night. Okay. So, okay. Yep. That's but it kind of, it kind of sucked because my parents weren't able to be there, but they still got to see the Facebook live and videos and yeah, that was pretty nice. That's pretty nice. Yeah, for sure. So are there other women that race against you or in other divisions at your track? Uh, I am currently the only full-time female racer on Saturday nights. Uh, there's one other Actually, there's two other girls that race on Wednesday nights. Um, there's Destiny Overlock, who races in the Stars of Tomorrow class, who is like the kids class, okay, like 10 to 15 year olds. And then there's Becky Elston Burns, who races in actually against my dad in the Modified Enduros. Okay. So, so your dad races an Enduro every week. Every week is an Enduro? Uh, it's a, they call them Modified Enduros. It's a caged Enduro class, but they're allowed to do like wheel till. I think they, they have a left side weight roll, but they have a, they can do a little bit more than just put a cage in a car and go. Okay. Okay. So oh, yeah, they're like 20 lap features. Okay. So when, when we talk about an enduro here in Michigan, we, that is a race where there might be 50 cars that start and they start three or four wide. And it's the survival of the fittest. So if your car wrecks and you're not in danger, then you sit on the track until there's a flag and then you get out. But that's not what your dad does. No, we actually do full wheel to wheel, 20 lap feature, 10 lap qualifier enduros. Okay. Um, we do have a, I think it's a hundred lap memorial enduro at the end of this month. We're not going to run in it, but we have some friends that are. So okay. We're going to help them out. Okay. So enduro in your world and enduro in mine is a little bit different, but it's, yeah. all, it's all racing at the yeah. track for sure. Pretty much. Yeah. So what's your favorite thing about being a race car driver? Uh, being able to meet multiple people from all different walks of life. Cause I actually got to experience my first ever road course race this year. I didn't race in it, but I got to go and that was a full experience. So tell me about um, that. I, where did you go and who did you meet? Uh, I went to Road Atlanta, right down in, I think it's right in Brazelton, Georgia, like right outside of Atlanta. And it, I flew in and then about an hour drive over to the hotel, which is like seven minutes from the track. And I got to meet with um, Annika Carter who races in spec Miata and also has a pretty sick looking Mustang. And I also got to meet um, Tracy Godot, who actually won the latest Intech trailer contest. So I got to hang out with them for a weekend and it was pretty neat seeing the, the similarities and the differences from oval to road course. 
Yeah, absolutely. So now how did you, what made you want to go there? And did you know these ladies ahead of time or did you meet them for the first time there? Uh, I actually connected with Annika because last year I actually did my whole deck lid with stickers from other women in motorsports. And I actually reached out to her and we got talking. I'm like, when are you, aren't you racing anytime in June? She's like, she sent me the dates and it was my weekend off at 95. And I'm like, guess I'll see ya. <laughs> so I got to met her for the week that weekend and we hung out and it was a pretty amazing experience. Yeah, that's fun. So do you think you'd ever want to do a road course? I'd probably want to, if I could, like, be, like, a, a co-driver in the passenger seat, but I'm not ready to be in the driver's seat yet. <laughs> no, because that's a totally different deal. Oh, yeah. They put me in a car on the last day. They had, a like, a driver education session, so they put me in a car with an instructor, and I was holding on for dear life. <laughs> okay. All right. What, what about it made you nervous? Uh, I'm not used to right turns. Yeah. I'm so used to just going left and that track is actually mostly rights. So instead of me being thrown to the right, I'm, I was being thrown to the left and I was holding on to the cage trying to hold myself in the seat. Okay. All right. So I've never been to a road course. Well, that's not true. I've been to a road course motorcycle races, but I've never been to a road course car race. And so I'm going to the Indy race in Nashville uh, the first part of August and to an amazing women's event that's going to be happening on the Friday of the race weekend. And uh, I'm really excited about that because one, I haven't seen Indy cars yet in person. And, and then obviously it's going to be run through the streets of Nashville, which is really cool. So I'm excited about that because I know it's like a totally different experience, but that's going to be yeah. I feel like a street course would be completely different than an actual like road course, road course, yeah. because we actually could get like in the, in a truck and like drive to different parts of the track because uh -huh. the truck was so big that we couldn't see it all in one spot. But I feel like with the street race, it might be a little bit harder to navigate. Oh yeah. You're, you know, I'm going to have a seat to sit in. So when they go zoom past me, then I'll get to see. <laughs> yeah. And, the rest of the and then you'll wait. I'll have like the big screen TVs <laughs> or whatever. So you can see what's going on. But, um, yeah, I was never, you know, when we, we used to go to Mid-Ohio and then I went to Road America to see motorcycle racing because my husband really loves motorcycle racing. And we love both of those tracks, but you just have to get used to the fact that you're only going to see them a certain part of the time. And yeah. then the rest of the time you have to look at the big screen, which is, you know, what we did. And, and it worked out fine. And, and both of those tracks are amazing to go to a race at but um i like i like my little short tracks that i can see everything that's happening but that's just because yeah. that's what i'm used to yeah for sure so delaney how do you how have you impacted motorsports by being a girl or sharing what you do with other people how would you say you need an impact um there's one young uh, Destiny, who races in the kids' class, she actually, her dad actually was came to me. And she's like, "You need to tell her what you're doing because she she's still hesitant on restart, so she'll hang back." And I'm like, "I'm like, I just got over the fear that if something happens, I'm going to be right there because she's logging back to be like, I want to be. If something happens up there, I don't want to be caught up in it. I'm like, you just need to get over it. 
uh-huh. but mostly the little mostly the little kids like will do autograph sessions on the front stretch and I have like a big line of just young kids that are like oh I want to go see Delaney so yeah yeah because if you're the only one on Saturday night then you know that makes you even more special or stand out even more um you know yeah with the kids and even with the adults too so what would you tell a mom if she came up to you and said my daughter thinks she wants to be a race car driver what kind of advice would you give them uh start out in go-karts i didn't have the ability to start out in go-karts because i started a little later but if you chance to get them started in a go-kart get them started in a go-kart <laughs> yeah and then maybe when they get a little bit older maybe put them in like the four like a four-cylinder full stock car sort of class kind of like what i'm running because yeah. you have a little bit more of a metal bubble around you so you you bounce off things pretty easily yeah so yeah, exactly that's what's your favorite? little metal bubble my go ahead Oh, I have my little metal bubble around me. <laughs> yeah, for protection. My little steel bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what's your favorite thing about driving? Uh, being able to do multiple laps door to door with another car. Okay. Like, literally, like, you're not getting any edge. They're not getting any edge. Just door to door, side by side for multiple laps yeah because that's, that's when you really know your car's handling good because you can run on both the top and the bottom yeah so that's good so where do you see like so tell me a little bit about your car it, what class is that that you run in uh it's a 91 Acura Integra and it's called the caged roadrunners well there's a class called roadrunners that don't have roll cages. They're just like a put, take the windows out and go. So this is pretty much a accurate integer. Like you would take off the road, strip all of the interior out besides the dashboard and put a four point roll cage in. Okay. I still have a full containment seat. I, I'm, I like to say I look like an astronaut when I get in the car, but yeah. pretty much all the standard safety stuff is just we're only allowed only so much wheel tilt. Okay. All right. And so is there what's the next class up are you looking at some point to keep moving up to different classes or you really like this class and you want to stay here for a while i say i like this class like everybody that i race with says like you're gonna possibly like i'm currently sitting third in the championship points one point behind second so it's like if something absolutely like happens to the points leader i have the chance of actually winning the championship but currently it's uh pretty I like this class I like who I race with and everybody's like and it's a cheap fun class if I always say if you're not having fun why go to the races if you're not having fun what's the point yeah absolutely and if it ever stops being fun then you know it's time to quit yeah <laughs> yeah so a, a, a less expensive class which is nice because you know I I go to the racetrack and I see these cars like my one granddaughter drives a template late model and my other granddaughter drives a street stock. And, you know, yep. then there's the four cylinders and the bird stocks and the zoo stocks, whatever they want to call them. But, um, you know, you can just see that as you progress up the line, the money also progresses and, and it can be very expensive 
to race. I mean, any hobby that you do, if you really get into it, it's not cheap. But I just, I just love being able to see gals and guys be able to go out and race and not have to mortgage their house or not be eating, you know, they're eating ramen noodles because they're racing. I want them to go out and race and just have it be a good part of their life. So it's good to know that there are classes like that out there for sure. Yeah. So what's your, you know, your most memorable moment was getting third, I think. Um, Have you had any kind of like accidents or wrecks or anything that made you wonder if you wanted to go back out on the track? Uh, Last year with like three races to go, I guy came across the track, hit me. I went into the infield, slid sideways, went into like a hole because our tracks on the inside we don't have concrete walls we just have dirt and i went up into i went into a hole and car picked up and i flipped oh dear and i landed back and i landed back on the wheels and i'm like i'm like is the car done i'm like my first thing was is the car okay and then i'm like oh crap i'm gonna be i'm gonna have to finish figure out something to finish the year out with if i decide to finish the year out and then I'm like, okay, we can just, we can see what, I'm like, I was, I was going to cut my losses for the end of the year, right then and there. I'm like, I'm not going to miss, I'm going to miss the last three races. Yeah. But with, we, I borrowed, a, I had to, had the ability to borrow a car the next week. And I'm like, okay, and now I have, I'm like, either going to have to find a car or wait to finish, just not run the last two weeks. Well, my parents bought me a new car for the last two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. They were like, they're like, you're doing really, they're like, you're doing good. You're making good progress. Here's a car. (laughs) Yeah. And so is that the car that you're racing now? No, that's the car I started the year out with. I actually had to get a car partway through the year. Um, Just frame was so soft that if I hit anything, it would just crunch in on. I'm like, yeah, I don't want a car that's going to become a taco. So I got a little bit more rugged. Yeah, a little bit more rugged car. And that's what I'm currently running. Okay. Same, same platform. It's still an Acura Integra. It's just a little bit older. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Well, you know, I, I, like I said, we've met, you know, through social media and then we met at PRI and you've been such a good supporter of IWMA and I, um, I followed you. I knew you had some wrecks, but I wanted you to tell us about them, but, um, yeah, you know, being a gal and you're the only one, I'm sure they just treat you like another guy at the racetrack. Do they, Delaney? Do you uh, get I, treatment? I have not really, but I have had like multiple racers. Like we're not even racing, but we go to like a, like a convoy event where a racer passed away. So everybody's like driving their trailers and stuff to a track. And they're like, I really like racing with you. I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah like no like I really like racing with you like you're not gonna like dive under me and then push up into me and like, you actually hold the car down and I like racing with you I'm like I'm like thanks for the compliment yeah that's nice <laughs> everybody um, seems you know yeah and, and it's way less than it used to be it used to be you know gals would have guys who thought they didn't belong there and etc and every once in a while you hear a story about a and it's usually an older guy who doesn't think that women belong in inside 
a race car. But um, I think overall, that whole philosophy has changed. I see women being accepted more and more. They're taking leadership roles. They're winning championships. And I just don't see the men even even maybe thinking twice that it's a woman in the car. What's your experience there at your track? I have raced in three different classes at the track. So it's like, they're all four cylinder cars, but they're all like different levels. Like you have the kids class and then you have a little bit more advanced four cylinder class. And then you have what I'm in, which is like the in-between. And it's to the point where everybody has nicknamed me kid because I'm the I'm like everyone you've seen me since I was 15 but now I'm 22 there's still people racing that are younger than me but I'm still kid yeah (laughs) but I'm like I'm gonna I want to do something on the car where it's like they call me kid and it's like like a bandit or western style car but that'd be fun that would be fun to do that yeah yeah so hold on go ahead No, you go ahead. <laughs> I just know what I want. I was just going to ask you, you know, you know your story better than I. Is there anything that I haven't asked you about that you want to share about your racing or do you have sponsors? Do you want to mention any of your sponsors or people? Say, I, just, I just picked up a new sponsor, which actually they sponsor my dad and then they saw me doing really good this year and they're like, oh, I want to sponsor her car too. So they're going to sponsor both of our cars. That's um, TMM Builders in Hancock, Maine. And then I've had a good sponsor for the last two years, um, Wicked Mungies, which is, they actually started, they actually opened at the beginning of the pandemic. So they, oh wait, all, they, all they do is curbside pickup. Like you order on your phone, pull up, and they bring your food out to you. Okay. So they've actually done really well. Yeah, especially so. if, you know, that was the only thing you could do was go through McDonald's or somewhere, you know, the, the drive through So that was, if they were going to open, that's the way to do it, right? Deliver the food right to the yeah. car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So how does your mom feel about you racing? Uh, she does Facebook Live. So that's the fun thing is like, she'll do Facebook Live for my features and then I'll watch them back and just seeing her reaction to like, She's usually praying most of the time when I'm on the track and then somebody gets near me. And she's like, don't you dare touch her. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do when I'm racing. Yeah. Yeah. But so she's it took her. You. Yeah. It, it took a while because right before we actually had a car all lined up to buy for me for my first ever car. And then my dad got in the bad wreck and she's like, no, let's wait a bit. <laughs> so we waited a bit. So. And then yeah. that's when we got my Accord. But I actually, if my dad didn't get in a wreck, I would have been racing a Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> okay. That would have been fun. But the girl who, I actually am friends with the girl who bought it. And she actually, that car was so top heavy and the way the track is made it. Anytime we got sideways, it would roll over. I'm oh like, dear. Yeah. Good thing we didn't buy it. Yeah, I'm glad you, I'm glad you didn't buy it too. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Delaney, this has been a, a pleasure to actually get to talk to you face-to-face. We don't get yeah. to actually see each other very much, although we do stay in touch through social media. But um, is there anything else that you would like to share that I haven't asked you about? A couple years. Actually, 
I've always, I was already racing for two years and then I was actually heavily bullied in school. And I'm like, okay, there's gotta be a reason why I'm getting bullied in school. And then school got involved and they're like, oh, let's get her evaluated and stuff. And then at 17 years old, I finally got my autism spectrum disorder diagnosis. So that's actually been another way that I've been able to connect with fans. Like they saw the, they see the puzzle pieces on the car and they're like, what's that? I'm like, oh, I got diagnosed with autism at 17. It's a really late diagnosis for some people. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, for a lot more women, they get diagnosed later on in life, not as early as some guys do. So really, I did not know that. Yeah. Cause they say, they say women are better at masking so they like they see somebody who's normal and they kind of mimic so it's less likely more women get diagnosed from I would say like mid-teens to like mid-20s is when they get their peak diagnosis okay all right so do you want to talk about that a little bit I mean obviously I I mean I have a couple family members I know people that have been diagnosed with this so I know a little bit about it but um does it affect you in your daily life or not so much anymore? There are some times where I, like I get like overwhelmed with things, but my thankfully my job is very nice enough to like give me like a break. They're like, yeah, you might. Want. I'm like, do you want a break? And I'm like, okay. So like, they give me breaks when I need it. But there's usually like we've put like special like I have to like I always have to have my gloves off right before last minute before I get on the track because my hands get hot. Okay. And there's little there's this little sense like I can't have the top of my suit velcroed I have to have it tucked in because the velcro it's just little the little itty bitty things that's like if it's not right and I'm not comfortable I'm not gonna drive the way I'm supposed to so and and that explains a little bit about why you were hesitant earlier on when you were driving yeah comfortable and so now that you have been diagnosed and you kind of know what you're dealing with and, and now you've got more experience too and so yeah I'm a better driver you know through all of that which is also and it's it's good that you are willing to share that with people and share that on your car because you know um it's there you're not the only one that has it and there's other people that might not be as comfortable talking about it and when they hear you and they see you then that makes them more willing I think to share and maybe even come up to you and say, oh, my son, my daughter has this, you know, and look, she's racing a car. And so it's an encouragement to kids that they can do whatever they want, no matter what. Yeah, it's been pretty amazing. There's a little girl who races in the go-karts that run at during the Saturday mornings at the track. And when I got uh, top three, she's like, we have to go get a picture with Delaney. And I'm like, because they're always in the pit they're like we had to go over and see Delaney so they she came over and she's like I want to get a picture so I'm like I had her hold the trophy for the picture and we got a picture with the car and she thought it was the coolest thing that I got top three and yeah. I'm like yeah, I'm like now I need to come you've seen you've seen me race now I need to come to one of your go-kart races yeah there you go and you'll have a fan for life and then as she grows up you'll become friends. And that's, that's pretty cool. And maybe one day we'll be racing next door, door to door with each other, hopefully. More than likely that will happen. Cause as she gets older, you know, the, the age gap doesn't seem quite as big and then you'll be racing, racing against each other. That, that would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah. she's current. She's currently in like the kids' carts, which is like four to seven years old. So she's having she's having a blast in that. And when she first started, like it was like good luck get her even in the cart. But now she's going out there having no issues. She's like, yeah, Lainey can do it. I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you're impacting kids and maybe more people than you know, just everybody doesn't come up and make it vocal to you, but <clears throat> they're watching you and they're seeing what you're doing and, and you're making a positive impact on people, which is, which is awesome, Delaney. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's been a good a good day here talking with you. I appreciate that we could find a day that you were off work. So Wednesday yep. you're off work. I know you said it was raining out there, and hopefully the rain quits so your dad can race tonight. And then uh, I'll keep following you on Facebook, and we'll stay in touch like we have been. Any any final words that you'd like? To yeah. Share? Oh big thing is never give up like you may get a little fender bender but as long as your car still is running don't give up keep going <laughs> good advice that's good advice in racing and in life isn't it yeah yeah absolutely well thank you Delaney for being on here and um, hopefully we'll get out your way someday and get to watch you race in person I would love that oh that would be amazing yeah. All right. Thank you. No problem. Thank you for listening to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Follow us on Facebook at International Women's Motorsports Association or on Instagram and Twitter at the IWMA Nation. And if you know someone that should be on our show, drop us an email at IWMA Nation at gmail.com.